Erickson here, Gray. Gray. Hazel. Hazel here. Hazel here. Hatcher. Hatcher here. Hatcher here. Jores. Jores here. Jores here. Keeper. Keeper here. Keeper here. Krause. Krause here. Krause here. Levin. Here. Levin here. McCarville. McCarville here. McCarville here. McGinnity. McGinnity here. McGinnity here. Miles. Miles here. Miles here. Palm. Palm here. Palm here. Peters. Peters absent. Radcliffe. Radcliffe here. Radcliffe here. Rip. Rip here. Rip here. Rit. Rit here. Rit here. Rockwell. Rockwell. Shower. He indicated he would be absent this evening. Thank you. Rockwell absent. Shower. Shower here. Shower here. Smith. Here. Smith here. Stubbs. Stubbs. Veldrin. Here. Veldrin here. Wagelightner. Wagelightner here. Wagelightner here. Wagon. Wagon here. Wagon here. Atkins. Atkins here. Atkins here. Andre. Andre here. Andre here. Audette. Audette here. Audette here. Iker. Iker here. Iker here. I saw some names in the chat. I'll get those. We have quorum. Okay. Thank you, Clerk McDonald. Uh, if y'all would please uh, join me for the Pledge of Allegiance. Pledge of Allegiance to the flag, the flag of the United States of America, America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Thank you. Uh, and just a couple of items for this evening. Um, this is a special meeting, so thank you all for making the time to be here. Um, our topic tonight is redistricting. Um, and we have a public hearing tonight. Uh, and then we will also um, be taking action um, under resolutions. Um, with that, as every meeting, please uh, try to remain on camera as much as possible. Uh, please remain muted if you are not speaking. If you do have a question, um, please note in the chat. The chat is for recognition purposes only, of course, unless there is an amendment, uh, at which point you will have to type that in um, to the chat box. Uh, but. Uh, other than that, it's a you know public record, and um, I think we will be able to move through this uh, hopefully fairly easily. Um, so with that, um, we will move to item B, special order of business. And under special orders of business is a public hearing on the Dane County redistricting tentative plan. Uh, Lindsay is going to assist with registrants for the public hearing this evening. Lindsay, do you have uh, registrants? I do. We have one person that registered this evening, Anita Weir, and Anita has been promoted. Thank you. And Anita, once you've been um, promoted and you're unmuted, 
you will be able to um, speak to the board for five minutes on the uh, Dane County redistricting tentative plan. See Anita, I'm not seeing that they're unmuted. There we go. Shall I do that now? Yes, please. Okay. All right, well, I'll be brief. I just was uh, rather shocked that uh, despite trying to keep municipal boundaries intact, that the Cherokee neighborhoods were lumped in with the town of Westport. And it seems to me that we have, uh, well, different uh, goals and issues and it would make more sense. And it was explained to me by Mr. Standing very nicely that it was a matter of numbers to keep these districts equal. But it seems to me that might have been done some other way, as it apparently was in one of the other alternatives. That's all I'll say. I just wanted to raise the issue because a lot of people in Cherokee don't know about this yet. Thank you. Are there any questions for the registrant? Not seeing any questions. Anita, thank you for your comments this evening and for being with us uh, at our meeting. Thank you. All right. Uh, Lindsay, are there any other registrants? That is everyone that registered to speak by 530. Okay, thank you so much. Um, that will, I guess, end uh, item B, our special order of business in our public hearing, uh, which means that we are on to item C, resolutions. Um, oh, and thank you, Lindsay, for noting that in the chat, just as an FYI, two people registered in support of uh, the resolution and two people registered in opposition. Um, to the uh, the item of the resolutions this evening. So uh, in front of us this evening is 2021 Res 199, adopting a tentative county supervisory district plan. Um, the executive committee has uh, forwarded map C to our, uh, for our consideration to the full board. Um, and that is what is in front of us this evening. Is there discussion on item uh, C1, Res 199? Supervisor Kiefer. Thank you, Madam Chair. The reason I requested recognition to speak is I wanted to take this moment to thank someone who, without this person, we would not be here tonight doing what we're doing, having the nonpartisan redistricting process that we have. And that person is former county board member, Jenny Dye, who is now the policy director for Governor Tony Evers. And Jenny, I hope it's okay if I refer to her by her first name, she's not technically a member of the board anymore. Um, Jenny had an insight that I think no one else had several years ago, which was, if a redistricting reform was put into place several years in advance of the actual redistricting, 
people would support it because redistricting was at that point so far on the horizon that it didn't really seem to uh, impinge on anyone's particular interest. And I think she was the one who, who realized that, that the time to do redistricting reform was years in advance of the actual redistricting. And so she spearheaded this legislation that created the nonpartisan redistricting system that we now have. I also want to recognize two other people who are also no longer on county board, um, who are Bill Clausius and George Gillis, and they were the other two county board members on a commission, um, or I should uh, rather say a subcommittee, a redistricting subcommittee that, that worked on this process. And um, so they were the two other county board members on this. And then I did reach out to Jenny and asked her about citizens who helped with this process and served on the subcommittee. And she gave me the names Andrea Kaminsky, Mo Cheeks, Linda Arnold, uh, Mark Hazelbaker, and Julie Helt. And I will mention Julie Helt at that time was the uh, village clerk for the village of Wanakee, which is where I live. And so they all got together on this redistricting subcommittee and came up with the process that we have. And Madam Chair, I'm very grateful to what they did because ever since then, on a fairly frequent basis, people have complained to me about gerrymandering, about unfair maps. And I always have been able to say, well, we on the Dane County Board put into effect a nonpartisan redistricting commission where the maps would be drawn by someone other than the actual members of the county board, where we as county board members would have basically no role in the process other than approving uh, one of the maps that was drawn by a commission that we don't serve on. And we are really an example to the state legislature um, where they have lawsuits and it's going to be a, a big fight and, frankly, a big mess. And if they had adopted the system we had adopted, this all would have been avoided and um, it would have been a much smoother process. And I think so often in politics, people just tell someone else to do something, but they don't want to do it themselves. But here we did it ourselves. And it's going to be perhaps not the result that every county board member would want. It appears that some incumbents ended up in districts with other incumbents. And, um, you know, that is a system that we uh, came up with. It is specifically said that incumbency was not going to be a criterion that could be considered by the maps, um, the map making. And the commission apparently never even looked at the current map to ensure that they did not take that factor into consideration. And I'm just very proud of what we did. And I just think that sometimes our county board, we maybe lack a little bit of institutional memory because there is so much turnover on county board. Frankly, I think it's because we have a lot of talented people on county board and they get uh, picked off to take jobs like being the policy director for the governor. Um, and there's a lot of talent on this board. And so people move up to, to, to other things in state and federal government. Um, so sometimes we don't remember or recognize what people before us did. But I do think that uh, Jenny Dye, as well as Bill Clausius, as well as George Gillis, as well as those uh, citizen members who I mentioned, of course, including Julie Held from my village of Wanakee, um, I think all need to be recognized. And I just wanted to make that point. Thank you, Your um, I was going to say Your Honor. Uh, thank you, Madam yeah. Chair.
More than welcome to use that, but uh, thank you, Supervisor Comment, uh, Supervisor Kiefer, for your comments. Supervisor DeGarmo. Thank you, Your Honor. Um, <laughs> um, I thank uh, Supervisor Kiefer for um, all of that relevant history, and I am particularly grateful to my predecessor, uh, former Supervisor Jenny Dye, for all the work that she did bringing this uh, to fruition and making this happen. Um, but we would be remiss if we didn't uh, thank also all of the folks who were involved throughout this process to do all of the outreach and education um, of the public and of the commission, um, hours and hours of outreach um, and working to make sure that we were doing this by the ordinance that we created, checking all of our legal boxes and making sure that this all worked. Um, so a big shout out to the planning staff, the clerk staff and our county board staff for all that they've done. Um, this has been a, a an adventure, and it was going to be an adventure no matter what, because this is the first time that we've gone through this process. But to do it in the midst of a pandemic, all virtual, which I'm certain that nobody at the time of creation of this ordinance envisioned was going to happen, um, and also with a delayed census, um, I have the privilege of serving taxpayers and serving as staff at the state level and I have an immense appreciation for the work that you have all done in this process. Um, you're incredible and I'm so proud of you and so proud of the work that you've put in here. Um, and another shout out to the redistricting commission, again, a bunch of incredible citizen servants who stepped up to the plate to help us do this work. Um, again, pandemic, weird, all virtual. Um, having a delayed census and getting this done in the time that it took them. We got three great maps, um, three great submissions that really lift up the spirit that this ordinance was passed in. So thank you all so much for this work. Thank you for all that you've done here. Um, I am delighted to be able to, to be sort of the last step in this process um, and to make this happen. So thank you all. You're amazing. Thank you, Supervisor DeGarmo. Uh, further discussion, Supervisor Andre. Thank you. Um, I think this will be a comment and a question for staff as well. Um, I think we could probably all agree that the commission had a um, Herculean task ahead of them with a really challenging timeline here. Um, and I think there's been no lack of feedback from neighborhood associations, clerks, et cetera, at this point that there's, um, you know, there is no such thing as a perfect map and that these are good maps um, that really live to our values. But I am concerned looking at the near west side of Madison as example, um, map C has the Regent Street neighborhood in three different um, districts. There is a section of the Hill Farms neighborhood that is only three by four blocks, less than a hundred homes, which is sliced off of the current district and, and goes into another one. So um, while I, you know, would concede there's no such thing as a perfect map. I am interested in making sure that for the next 10 years, we have the best maps possible. So I think the question I have for staff um, is, would it be impossible to tonight reject the map and to get to December 1st with a new map in place? Is that impossible to do? Thank you. 
you you want the short answer or the want the long answer? one, Clerk McDonald. Thank you. Yeah, we have one day left on our sixty days to have a tenant map adopted. So we have tonight and tomorrow night. So no. Okay. Thank you. Was there anything further, Supervisor Andre? Not at this time, thank you. Okay, uh, further discussion, Supervisor Levin. Yeah, thank you, uh, Madam Chair. And I'll uh, sort of second, second uh, Supervisor Andre's comments because I think while there's no per perfect map, we actually did a disservice too to our constituents by not allowing uh, a better process and whether that uh, included um, just shortening maybe the time that the commission had or lengthening the time that they would have reported to us to have a little bit more uh, public input, I think is why we're seeing as many comments and concerns come up. And both comments from um, sort of outlying uh, communities and different towns, but then also as Supervisor Andre talked about is city of Madison neighborhoods. Um, I expressed a lot of these concerns to the executive committee before they had a chance to vote to potentially send the map back since about an hour before their committee meeting is when the uh, actual Madison neighborhood overlay was put onto the district maps. And so I think it's disappointing that the commission didn't have a chance to at least look at those communities of interest as opposed to just uh, more outlying uh, communities or non-City of Madison communities. So uh, I think there's a lot we need to do to um, make the process better next time. Uh, I, you know, 60 days, I think there would be ways to, uh, it's, a, it's definitely um, a shame that they're, we're sort of stuck in the position we are because it is the next 10 years and it's unfortunate that uh, somehow the city of Madison neighborhoods didn't get the same deference that other communities did. Thank you, Supervisor Levin. Further discussion, and I will note to the clerk that Supervisor Bollig is finally with us uh, and was able to connect uh, to the meeting. Uh, Supervisor Valdron with a question and a comment. Thank you, Madam Chair. Um, the question, I don't know if, if the clerk can answer or, or Brian, I saw that he was on the call, um, that, and this goes along with some of the comments by uh, Supervisor Andre and, and Levin. When our districts were drawn, did we have to, we, I assume we had to follow the ward lines that were given to us by the municipality. Is that correct? Um, yes. And in, well, in most cases, we, we asked all the map drawers to, you know, the primary selection tool was through municipal wards, which were the most current uh, version of the wards as they existed at the time that we started uh, that process. Um, and we, uh, ask people to use municipal wards wherever possible to try and minimize uh, ward splits. Uh, under certain circumstances, though, um, in order to hit numeric targets, um, the map drawers have the option of going to the block level. Um, the option C that you have before us 
had the smallest number of municipal ward splits of any of the options that were submitted to the redistricting commission. And do you think that's why it was stronger just by doing that? One of the, one of the reasons. It was one of many, one of several reasons that the commission selected uh, option C to begin with. Okay, thanks, Mark. Um, I certainly do echo the comments of previous speakers about the work that the commission did and having to do this in um, during a pandemic and where there could have been some discussions and some work done at the at the committee level at the commission level really of looking at some numbers and moving a couple of things but as supervisor levin just said that having that overlay done at the end you know it kind of opened up a lot of spots that um uh were concerning to me um i don't consider this a gerrymander cons and uh tweaking that the fisher app and in its infinite wisdom believes that uh i was behind and i think the same commission the same comments by supervisor andre and levin uh echo that um and i'm disappointed too but i obviously i'm going to I'm going to support this map. I mean, besides Hill Farms and Regent Street, uh, region neighborhoods that were mentioned, Meadowood, which I mentioned earlier, Midvale Heights, Burr Oaks, even the Capitol neighborhood has a little piece cut out of it. And plus, uh, uh, former uh, city alder Anita Weir talked about Cherokee being lumped in at, at uh, Westport. So there obviously are things that I believe that if some more time was done, you know, moving some of those lines or, but um, would have helped. And I think the numbers could have worked, but just to keep neighborhoods together, this isn't necessarily to keep constituencies together, but to keep neighborhoods together. But having said that, I think really the issue that a lot of us in the city represent are in the ward lines that were done by this, by Madison. Um, they're the ones that divided up these districts. Um, so I, so from that standpoint, the map makers and, and submissions were done on the wards that were um, given to them. So I appreciate that. And um, while I'm disappointed, um, I'm more disappointed in the city. And if they really, if the paper really thinks that the place they want to look um, is the, really the horse trading that's going on at the city level right now, because there's some there's alders on that district on that map, and I don't want to belabor this point, but it just does strengthen um, what's been going on here in a in a clear and open um, uh, way for everyone to see. And I have no, I never had an issue with that at all. But um, it just shows how if we had a little bit of extra time without um, to really just, and I think being in person would have helped some of these small issues, but. As I think, the small issues, I think they did a great job under the circumstances. And I think the us and uh, supervisors in Madison really have to look to the city itself more than uh, our process, which was, was sterling. Um, and I'll just leave it at that. Thank you, Madam Chair. Thank you, Supervisor Veldron. Uh, further discussion, Supervisor Joers. Thank you, Madam Chair. Um, so I, I came to this meeting tonight hopeful about the future for our community. And I believe that we should always strive for fair representation and policies that enhance our democracy. But I'll be honest, this map 
uh, that we are considering tonight was not my favorite. And in fact, it was far from it. But I believe that that's probably the point. Elected officials like us shouldn't be, should not be choosing our voters. And as has been mentioned, this process that was carried out by the citizens of our county. So in truth, I believe this is an example for our state and communities across um, our nation to follow. And um, having seen the commission work uh, through the difficult circumstances they were put in, I do want to extend my gratitude to the commission um, for seeing this process through. And of course, also the staff um, in Brian's standing. So thank you. Thank you, Supervisor Drillers. Further discussion, Supervisor Gray. Thank you, Madam Chair. Having had a chance to follow the redistricting committee through its process, I watched each and every one of their meetings and then had a chance to sift through each of the options and that they had presented to them. I'm just not sure how much better they could have done. That's not to say there aren't areas where areas of interest may not be co-joined, where neighborhoods may not be co-joined, and certainly they've changed some constituencies. This wouldn't have been my first choice of all the ones they had either. But I guess the point I'm making is that having looked at all the maps, we'd be having this exact same conversation just with different neighborhoods and different supervisors had we chosen any of the other ones, including the one I preferred. I think the work that was done was sterling. It genuinely was nonpartisan, not bipartisan, but nonpartisan. And I just, I'm, I'm astounded at the kind of work they were able to get done in such a short period of time. And I'm hopeful that after everyone expresses their gratitude or disappointment, that we can call the question and move forward. Uh, thank you for your uh, time, Madam Chair. Thank you, Supervisor Gray. Further discussion, Supervisor Chablo. Uh, thanks, Madam Chair. And I just wanted to take a, a minute to um, just thank the staff, the clerks, um, and all the citizens who volunteered their time on the committee. Uh, one thing I really wanted to point out that staff did, which I thought was really great, was to take an analytical approach based on certain metrics. And the one metric that I was really proud that Dane County um, emphasized was minority representation. These maps were, were made in such a way to maximize uh, minority representation. And when we look across the country and we look at what typically happens, maps are made to dilute minority power and to maintain the status quo. And I think it was just, uh, it was really um, encouraging to see that that was one of the primary objectives. Um, and I also wanted just to take a moment to thank my colleagues on the executive committee. We had a really uh, tough discussion when we were talking about this and we brought up many of these issues and a lot of the concerns that supervisors have today, we took very seriously. So I just wanna thank my colleagues on the executive committee for taking the time to really do the analysis, ask the tough questions, analyze the timelines, see what's possible for what we can do, and ultimately make a recommendation to the full board that matches a timeline that will get us um, to where we need to be. So um, thanks to everyone on the board, and I look forward to us approving a map tonight. Thank you, Supervisor Chavla. Uh, for the discussion, Supervisor Andre with a question. Thank you. Um, so just a, a follow-up for Clerk McDonald. Um, could you help us understand, I know we've, we've talked about this already, but um, what the reconciliation process looks like in terms of how 
those changes will look? Where is the line of how much change is acceptable or expected through that process? Right. So, you know, all the local communities, your villages, your cities are waiting for this vote so that they can, because um, they haven't voted on their wards and their aldermanic or, or lines yet. So, um, and in fact, we've kind of taken a lot of the, the number of days and used it for ourselves, to be honest. Um, so then once they see our lines, they will draw, try to draw to our, their lines to our lines. And there can be situations where they will note that um, a, a vacant parcel that's in one ward could come into another ward because there's going to be development there. Um, there can be concerns about utility. Like there, there's very strange little things that can happen in the maps where um, there's utility quarters that need to get moved. Generally, these are very small. So a few blocks, a, a few dozen people, maybe a hundred people. Um, a lot of times it's, there's no people in the, in the areas that we're talking about. Um, the main goal is to make sure there aren't any holes in the map because all of this data is entered into WISVOTE so that you, every human being, every house, later house that's built is put down. That house is in the correct ward, gets the right ballot. And I can't tell you in the past, that's been a problem where they get the wrong ballot. So, um, or they're not in anything and they don't show up. So that it's really much more technical. It's not a, it's not a method for really fixing any sort of larger scale problems, if you know what I mean. But that will happen in the next couple of weeks. And so then all of that will happen before you vote in November on the final map. Thank you. That timeline is helpful. Um, Chair, if I could add a comment, I would love to at this time. Go ahead. Okay. Um, you know, understanding that the timeline this year was a little bit different, I do hope that in the future the board can entertain the idea of a, an adjustment to this process that would allow for some of the some recommended changes back to the commission on a final map, such that a map could return back to this board in time for everything else that needs to happen. Um, but that would also incorporate the issues that we're seeing come up now. Cause I think that we can't expect members of the public clerks to weigh in on 50 different maps that are coming up. You know, people start paying attention at the end of this process. And I do think that the process was highly deliberative and really very thoughtful and that there were lots of opportunities for public input, but you know, we're all going to catch stuff at the end here that I think could be adjusted without compromising the integrity of the original resolution that the commission still could have a chance to make some changes um, that, that we would find amenable. Um, so I hope we can talk about that in the future, you know, thinking about things like moving the 90 houses that I counted at the end of this neighborhood that are going to get sliced off or thinking about how we consider future growth um, strategically in this map when maybe a, a town has some information that the um, the commission hasn't been privy to until the very end when everyone starts to get stressed about it. So um, I'd love to see us entertain that conversation in the future and think what could make this the very, very best process after we've gone through it once and I think have a very good product to rely on, but um, could make additional changes to make it the best possible. So um, appreciate that we need to make a decision here, but also think that we can um, 
make some changes in the future. So thank you. Thank you, Supervisor Andrews. Supervisor Kiefer for a second time. Thank you, Madam Chair. I, I just wanted to um, add one, one name that I mistakenly forgot to include uh, in my previous remarks. It was the former uh, chair of this board, John Hendrick, who back in 2014 was the one who formally um, introduced the resolution that, that led to this uh, new process. And I uh, mistakenly forgot to thank him. And I, I think uh, former Chair Hendrick also deserves thanks. And so I just wanted to correct that omission. Thank you. Thank you, Supervisor Kiefer. Further discussion, Supervisor Rip. Yeah, as several people know, this is not my favorite map, but I intend to vote for C. Being the old guy, I've seen several redistricting and quite frankly, a couple of them were definitely gerrymandered. Um, no doubt in my mind, they were gerrymandered. Um, so to me, this is a very refreshing way to do things. It can be frustrating because, you know, every time I try to do a map, then my computer would cause problems. And um, But this is really the best way to do it. And I live in fear of the supervisors getting involved because we didn't always do a good job in the past and we started messing with it. So I'm voting for C and I hope we just move forward. Thank you. Thank you, Supervisor Rip. Uh, again, uh, item C1 is in front of us for the recommendation of the executive committee. Um, which is adopting 2021 Res 199, um, which is map C as the tentative county supervisor redistricting supervisor. Wow, supervisory plan, words are hard. Um, is there further discussion on item C1? Seeing no further discussion, uh, Supervisor DeGarmo has requested a roll call vote. Uh, if the clerk would please call the roll on item C1. Okay, on map C. Bear. Bear, I. Bear, I. Baird. Baird, I. Baird, I. Bolling. Is Bolling working now? Bolling, no. I, got it. Baligai, Castillo. Castillo, I. Castillo, I. Chavla. Chavla, I. Chavla, I. Chenoweth. Chenoweth, I. Chenoweth, I. DeGarmo. DeGarmo, I. DeGarmo, I. Doolin. Doolin, I. Doolin, I. Downing. Downing, I. Downing, I. Doyle. I. Doyle, I. Erickson. Erickson, I. Erickson, I. Gray. Gray, I. Gray, I. Hazel. Hazel, I. Hazel, I. Hatcher. Hatcher, I. Hatcher, I. Jores. Jores, I. Jores, I. Keeper. Keeper, I. Keeper, I. Krause. Krause, I. Krause, I. Levin. Levin, no. Levin, no. McCarville. McCarville, I. McCarville, I. McGinnity. McGinnity, I. McGinnity, I. Miles. Miles I. Miles I. Palm. Palm I. Palm I. Peters. Peters absent. Ratcliffe. Ratcliffe I. Ratcliffe I. Rip. Rip I. 
Rip I Rit. Rit I. Rit I Rockwell. Rockwell Atkinson. Shower. Shower I. Shower I Smith. Smith I. Smith I Stubbs. Stubbs Absent. Veldrin. I. Veldrin I. Wegleitner. Wegleitner I. Wegleitner I. Wigan. No. Wigan no. Atkins. Atkins I. Atkins I. Andre. Andre I. Andre I. Audette. Audette I. Audette I. Iker. Iker I. Iker I. 32 2. Passes. 32 eyes, two no's, three absent. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, the resolution is uh, approved. Um, thank you all for your um, time this evening. And I apologize for the sirens. I'm howling neighbor dogs. I hope you can't hear that. Um, the uh, I, I do want to express um, my um, gratitude uh, to um, not only you know all of you and the folks who you know came before us and put this in place, um, but you know specifically to the redistricting commission that took this on. Um, it was, uh, as many have said, a really interesting task and challenge with late census data, uh, compressed timeline. Um, and, you know, a, a county that is uh, large and has a lot going on um, and, you know, many communities and a lot of growth. And so I, you know, I, I just want to, again, say thank you um, for stepping up, for being willing to serve uh, your community in this uh, in this capacity. Um and I, uh, I, I, you know, I think we are we are better off for it. And I think that if more folks across the country would, uh, you know, follow our lead here in Dane County, uh, we might be better off. Um, uh, that being said, I also want to make sure that to thank the staff. I know folks have done that as well, but um, certainly coordinating and attending all of those meetings and making sure that, um, you know, I's are dotted and T's are crossed, uh, of course, is a is another task in itself. And so I just want to thank everyone um, for their uh, work on this process. I know that we're not quite done yet, um, but thank you to you know everyone for your thoughtful comments and engagement um, and your work on all of this. Um, with that, I uh, is there any such other business as the county board is authorized to conduct by law? There's no such other business. I will entertain a motion to adjourn. Eric, the move to adjourn. Adat seconds. If there is no objection, we are adjourned until Wednesday, October 20th at 6 p.m., which is our budget public hearing. Thank you all, and we will see you next week. <laughs>